I'm dreaming of a new podcast episode. Hey y'all, what's up? Chris V here, and you're listening to the A Message for Christian Girls podcast, and thank you for putting up the horrible singing, by the way. And today, as you probably guessed, we have a new Christmas podcast episode for y'all. And today we also had a very special guest on the show, Kara Stockton again, who we had on earlier this year to talk about health. And of course, in this episode, we do talk about health during the Christmas season, but we also talk about the real reason for Christmas. And I love to record this podcast episode with Kara, and I hope y'all enjoy listening to it as well, because we both had so much fun doing it. So without further ado, let's get started. All right, how are you doing today, Kara? I'm great. How are you, Chris? Doing well. So you've been on this podcast before. I was, I think, at the beginning of the year, right? Yes, yes. I think we talked about health and what I was doing with my ministry and all that good stuff. All right. So for those of you who haven't heard it, definitely go back and listen to it. I loved having fun with this com- that conversation. And this one's just going to be as much, if not more, fun. So again, Kara, you've been on the show before. But for those of you who don't know you, tell us a little bit, a bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, absolutely. So I have kind of changed my life around a little bit. At the beginning of this year, I was still working in the healthcare field and I got really sick with long haul COVID syndrome. And so I've been off of work for about nine to 10 months now, and I have transitioned through that to health and nutrition. And um, I've been working on a ministry that focuses on the health of women. And I teach women how to be healthy physically and spiritually. And so that is the goal of my ministry, Bibles, Bodies, and Brunch. And so my life has totally flipped upside down. And I'm now living in Wyoming instead of Colorado. And that's just one of the many changes that has happened this year. So yeah, that's that's the basic of what I'm doing at this point. All right. Yeah. A lot of changes. I remember you telling me about all of them as they were happening mm-hmm. um, and yeah, seeing it happen on your Instagram account. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's been a whirlwind of a time, but God has been so good through it. So I am just so happy with how things have turned out, but in the middle of it, you know, it's, <laughs> you never know what he's doing in the middle of it. So. All right. So I didn't state this when we started, but Today, we're going to be talking about Christmas stuff and what Christmas really means. And on mm-hmm. top of that, like how to stay healthy during Christmas. I know Kara's excited about that. Oh, um, yes. And so I have a bunch of questions for Kara about the Christmas season. So you guys get to hear about that. And we're going to start off with the first question. What does Christmas mean to you? And what is the real reason for Christmas? Mm, Oh man, that is such a good question. I just love this topic, Chris, and I'm just so happy that you are recording this podcast because Christmas is the best season, in my opinion. Um, I love Christmas regardless. Um, And I 
I think that the real reason of Christmas um, is so interesting. And I know that people say often it's become cliche that Jesus is the reason for the season, right? And I think as Christians, we all know that cliche, but this year I've actually been doing a lot of research about Christmas and the origin of Christmas. And that's for our BBB Christmas edition, my event that's going on actually this Saturday. And I researched Christmas and what happened in the ancient days and why Christmas originated in the wintertime. And many people know that Jesus was not born in December. Um, you know, he was not actually born in the wintertime. And so the question arises, why do we celebrate Jesus's birth around December 25th? And so I was researching this this year and it turns out that Christmas did not originate because Jesus was the reason. Um, Christmas originated um, really as a pagan holiday and pagans worshiped in a very, very bad way. Um, the pagan culture actually worshiped lawlessness. They worshiped through feasts and gluttony and drunkenness and also in very sexual, disgusting ways, including rape and incest. Um, so it was a very, very dark time and it was dark because of the evil, but it was also dark because it was literally dark. Um, it was around the solstice time when the earth is the most dark, literally and physically. Um, and so the pagans would worship the God of the sun because the solstice represented the time when the sun would return and the sun God became strong again. So this was just awful. I mean, this sounds horrible. This is literally the purge like back in ancient days. And, um, the Christians saw this in the Roman culture and they said, this is horrible. This is not Christ-like at all. And we need to do something about it. So this was the first evangelistic Christmas movement, um, in history. And they decided that at the end of the purge, they wanted to invite the pagan culture to worship the true God. And they said, what should we celebrate? Uh, we don't know what to celebrate in order to draw in the crowds. Um, and so they decided we should worship the birth of Christ because he's the light of the world and we need to shine the light of the world into this darkness and we need to turn this worship of the sun god into the worship of the light of the world and the son of the one true god and so it's such a beautiful flip and instead of worshiping in a way that is disgusting and evil, the Christians turned that into singing and joy and giving. And so they really flipped it upside down and they invited these pagans to worship in the right 
good way that displayed the light of the world. So it's really a beautiful thing. And Jesus becomes the reason for the season. So um, that's why we say Jesus is the reason for the season, but really Jesus is the reason for the joy in the season. And he's the reason for the goodness of the season. Um, what was once dark and awful and evil was turned into something that was beautiful and light and bright. So this, this is just stunning. I mean, Jesus, Jesus turns darkness into light. And that's really what this season is about. All right. Well, I think it's good that we know the history of it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know a lot of Christians don't actually know the history, especially, um, teens and college-age girls that this is for. So now we know, and we can actually like appreciate um, what Jesus has done. It's just another reminder as well um, for the cross and about God's love and mercy when he sent Jesus to die for our sins, taking on God's wrath. And he rose again three days later, um, conquering sin and death. And we're free because of that. We're free when we accept God's free gift of salvation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that you say it's a free gift and you know, that's what Christmas is. It was God's gift of Jesus to us. And so that was just the beginning of his fulfillment of the plan of salvation. Like that was the start of Jesus becoming human and dying for our sins. Like what a beautiful truth that we get to celebrate during the cozy winter time that we all know and love. All right. So next question, I know we already kind of touched on this with the last question, but how has your view of Christmas changed over the years? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think like at the beginning of it all, I definitely focused more on the gifts and the fun of Christmas. Me too. But yes, of course we all do. You know, it's so fun as kids, but you know, as, as you grow older, you understand more of what Christmas beans and the sentiment of Christmas. And I think Jesus becomes just more sweet and it just becomes better throughout the years. And the sentiment becomes, um, just more precious to you throughout, throughout time. And so this year, I think instead of just focusing on gifts and family and how happy Christmas makes me, I've really been focusing on, how sweet the story of salvation is and how sweet it is that we get to have a savior who was born into our world. And so kind of just, as you said, um, just enjoying the fact that Jesus was sent here to die for us and to raise again on the third day and promise us life after death. Um, it's just such a beautiful truth to remember throughout this season. Yeah, definitely agreed. I've been trying to focus more on Jesus and the gospel this season. And I try to do this every year, but this year, for whatever reason, it's the desire is just even more stronger that I just get to know and reflect on what God's done. Yes. Oh my goodness. And this season is so perfect for that. I mean, 
just studying through what Christmas means, um, every little element is pointed to Jesus. And so it's just so easy to talk to people about the gospel. And, you know, even with the lights that are hung on our houses, you can say, hey, do you even know the reason for the lights? The lights represent the light of the world. And you can take a look at um, the tree and you can say, hey, did you know that the tree actually symbolizes the Trinity of God and it symbolizes everlasting life because pine trees never die. And even the pagans celebrate that trees never die and they represent everlasting life. So it's such a beautiful season to just focus on Jesus and say, literally everything exists in Christmas because Jesus. So, oh man, what a sweet season. It definitely is a sweet season. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite part, Chris? My favorite part? Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Like being with my family at the Christmas Eve service with all the other Christians, just getting able, being able to worship. And at my church, we do this, it's a candlelight service. And one of the last songs, it's, I don't even remember. It's the same song almost every year. They altered it a few times, but Mm. there's always a candlelight and it's usually, I think, silent night. And Mm. we have candles going around. We're just singing and worshiping with all these Mm -hmm. little lights and it's uh, so beautiful seeing the body of Christ come Mm -hmm. together and just worship him. I love that. That is so true. And it's so special. I mean, all of those candles, it's such a beautiful place to be, but it's also a beautiful representation because I even think about, you know, that first candle that's lit and I just visualize Jesus as that first candle And Jesus being the light of the world, he lights all of us up. And so as we exchange the fire from candle to candle, it represents Christians becoming like the light of the world and Jesus spreading throughout all of our hearts. And so just as Christians share that beautiful light in our life, it's, oh my goodness, I just... I picture heaven and I picture heaven on earth as we are all lights of the world because Christ is within us. It's stunning. Definitely is. Mm -hmm. All right. So what is the number one thing you struggle with during the Christmas season and how do you handle it? And what advice would you give to somebody who's struggling with the same thing? Oh yeah. This is such a good question. Um, I would definitely say that, especially this year, I have struggled with worshiping Jesus due to distraction. And I think that we all get distracted during this season, whether it's busyness or um, through the stress or just trying to get all of the presence in, or maybe we're focusing more on ourselves and everything we can get from the season, or maybe we focus on, you know, staying away from all those Christmas cookies and not getting chubby over the holiday and how we can work out our best and, you know, look our best, even though we're 
you know, trying to celebrate um, through eating all the delicious treats. Um, there's so much to distract us throughout this season. And I think that this is due to our focus being off. And our focus is another way to say what we're worshiping. Whatever you're focusing on is what you're worshiping. So if you're focusing on your distractions, then you're worshiping your distractions instead of worshiping Jesus, the reason for the season. And so for me, I'm trying to just put blinders on and focus solely on Jesus and focus solely on the reason for the season. And I think that one of the ways to do this is that instead of focusing on what you can't do, like saying, oh, like I can't be, I can't be stressed or I can't eat cookies or I can't, um, be too, I don't know, um, be too focused on myself. Um, instead of all of those things, we should focus on what we can do. And so I would say like through Christmas cookies, we can say, oh my goodness, through this cookie, I can celebrate that Jesus is so sweet to me or through this like stressful time, I can actually focus on how much I can give and how much I can give through the reason that Jesus gave so much. And then, you know, focusing on how much of a blessing I can be and how much I can focus on Jesus instead of myself. And so instead of focusing on the negatives of it, I think it's so good to replace that with how much can I worship Jesus and how much can I focus on Jesus? And so um, that just helps my mindset instead of all the negatives of the season. I think it's so good to focus on all of the positives and just replacing the negatives with those positives. Oh, definitely. I know I've been struggling with trying to replace negatives mm -hmm. with positives. Mm -hmm. um, I personally get really busy throughout the Christmas season. So I'm always wishing, oh, I wish I wasn't ha having to go do this and this and this mm. um, instead of being thankful first yes. off and then putting my best to know it into it and um again like you were saying you know giving your time to other people because that's what I'm doing mm, yes yes I know it's so hard there we're all so busy during this season and it's easy to get tired and to feel like oh man this is just another party to be at mm -hmm. right you know, it's like, oh, this is another time to celebrate Jesus with people. This is another time to give a present or, you know, whatever it is. And so, um, yeah, it can become easy to be tired and exhausted over the season, but remembering just how beautiful it is to celebrate and have those times of feasting and laughter and gathering over this wonderful reason to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I know we already talked about this a little as well, but how do you share the gospel with somebody during the Christmas season? Oh, yes. Yeah, we did talk a little bit. And I definitely say 
it's the easiest time to tell people about Jesus. The easiest, because everything in Christmas is about Jesus. Even St. Nicholas, um, I was researching about St. Nick and he was a devout Christian. He was a wonderful Christian man. So he was celebrating Christmas through um, his Christianity and he decided to give three girls enough money so that they wouldn't have to become prostitutes. And so this is the legend of St. Nick. He saved three girls from prostitution around Christmas time because he was celebrating the extravagant gift of Jesus. And so we just see this beautiful representation of giving generously through St. Nick. But over the years, of course, he's become corrupted through the pagans and they have um, decided to worship St. Nick and make him into some magical character instead of focusing on why he existed and why he was such a great saint. And that reason is because of Jesus. He worshiped Jesus, the ultimate giver of good gifts, um, namely himself to us for our sins and our salvation and everlasting life with him. So I just think, man, everything in this season can be pointed to Jesus. So we just have to be intentional. I think being intentional with it and taking a look at the Christmas elements is so important right now. And using that to be able to point people to Jesus is um, the best thing that we can do. And I think we can all do it. We can all say, hey, do you see that thing over there? Do you see that, that Christmas sleigh? Do you see the coziness of the season? Do you see the presence? Um, whatever it is. And then tell them about Jesus. Just tell them why those things exist. And those things, everything exists because of Jesus. Everything exists because God spoke it into being. So it's the perfect season for sharing the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to add as well, if your church yeah. is doing a Christmas Eve service, invite mm -hmm. as many people as you can. Invite friends, invite unsaved family members, invite your neighbors. Mm -hmm. Like the Walmart cashier who just helped you check out your Christmas gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. It's such a beautiful service to invite them to such a special time in the church. And I bet that they would adore that Christmas service. It's the best time to invite them. And more than ever, this world needs Jesus, the light of the world, because it feels very dark, just like ancient days when the pagans worshipped the wrong thing around Christmas time and people need Jesus more than ever. So um, I agree, Chris, that's, that's such a great way to reach out to people. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit and let's talk about how to stay healthy during the Christmas season. And one mm -hmm. of the questions I have for you is why is it important to stay healthy and how can you stay healthy during this holiday season? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think this is such a big topic around this time because it's a season of feasting and celebration and there's always cookies and cake and tons of food at these parties that we all go to. And I think I kind of mentioned it before, but um, yeah, we, we tend to focus on what we can't have. And I think that this is something that I focused on earlier in my life 
but now I try to take a look at everything I can have and everything that God has allowed me in order to celebrate him. And so using cookies and using all of the feasts to remember God and his goodness to us and all that he's given us. Um, And it seems so simple, like, thank you, God, for giving me this Christmas cookie to celebrate you. Um, And just remembering the reason for our feasting. And, you know, people always used feasting for celebrating God. So I think it's necessary. We, we should definitely practice celebrating God through feasting and enjoying our foods. And so I would hate for it to be neglected over the season that, um, that we shouldn't feast. I think that we should, I really do. And I think it should be done in the right way. I don't think that we should feast to just gorge ourselves and be so full that we can't celebrate, but I think that we should use the food that we do have and just savor it and enjoy it and be able to worship God through it. And so, um, I would definitely say that Christmas time is not separate from my life. I still keep my same principles that I always keep for health during Christmas time. It's no different than any other time in my life. And so I still just don't eat gluten. I, I don't eat dairy and everything outside of that I eat and I enjoy. And so this year I baked gluten-free cookies and they are delicious and I'm celebrating the Lord through them. Um, but I still keep my same life principles through this season, um, just because I do want to stay healthy during this season and I don't want to abuse the feasting. And so I would say this is, this is just still a time to offer your body to God and say, God, I'm worshiping you through this Turkey. God, I'm worshiping you through this pie. God, this is your body that I am feeding and fueling and I am going to enjoy this food um, in your name and I'm going to enjoy it for your glory. And so um, being healthy during this season is really tough. But again, I would just try to focus on what you can have um, instead of focusing on what you can't. So that would be my my advice to everybody. Yeah, I definitely agree with that advice as well. And just remembering Mm -hmm. that our bodies aren't our bodies. They're actually God's bodies and they're actually Mm -hmm. just a tent on this earth Mm -hmm. for us overall. Mm -hmm. Um, And because God gave them to us, we should still try to take care of them, but also enjoy the Christmas season and worship him through whatever we're doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, God provided these feasts, like he provided these feasts for us to celebrate him just as much as he provided our bodies to be taken care of. So just as much as taking care of our bodies, we should take joy and take um, this, this provision that God has provided for us to enjoy him and worship him. So, um, yeah, I'd say both are so necessary. Taking care of your body and celebrating God is so important. Definitely. Mm -hmm. All right. So the next question is how do you handle all the stress that can come with this holiday season? 
Oh my goodness. Yes. This is so tough. Um, <laughs> there is so much stress in this season and, you know, I, I am trying to take a step back and again, I'm just trying to focus on the reason of everything that I do, um, like giving gifts and seeing people and going to these parties. Um, you know, I, I try to just keep Jesus as the center and remember that the reason for everything is him. And so keeping worship at the center of what I do is super important to me. Um, I'd even say taking time away from all of the parties mm -hmm. and maybe saying no to some of them and taking time for you and the Lord to just sit together, take time to read your Advent studies and to read about the story of Jesus's birth, watch movies that are focused on Jesus, watch fun Christmas movies that are silly and joyful um, cause again, Jesus is the reason for all of the joy within this season. So it's good to be silly and fun. And it's also so good to just sit with God and just savor the season. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say, yeah, it is okay to say no to these parties and activities and stuff. You are so stressed and so it, oh. it becomes your focus. Oh, okay. And it takes away the focus from God. So definitely you need to be mindful and reel it back in because again, the holiday season is a great time to focus on Christ and grow your relationship with him. And it, it just, it's so beautiful when you do. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, you, you don't want to miss out on that beauty that you could be experiencing by saying no to something because you're always saying no to something, whether you're going to a party and you're saying no to alone time with God, or if you're spending time with God and you're saying no to a party. Um, so you're always saying no to something, but what you're saying yes to is what's super important. You got to really just check in with yourself. What are you saying yes to? Because, um, you know, what you're saying yes to is where your heart is going to go and what your heart loves. So during this season, I totally agree. It's, it's okay to say no. And you're saying yes to something else. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that is my last, almost my last question. Where can listeners find you in what you do? Yes, absolutely. So I have my Instagram and it's called Bibles Bodies Brunch. And so you can follow me on there or else I do have a website and it's www.biblesbodiesbrunch.com. And so those two sources are really great. You can find more about me on there. And I have just been putting on events for the women in my local church and in my community. And um, that's where I do a lot of my, um, my program. But many, many things of the content that I produce for the events are also on my Instagram. And then my website is more so for deeper information about me, the organization, and our events as well. So that's, that's where you can find me. And yeah, I hope that I can bless you as much as possible. Yes. I absolutely love your organization and what it does. 
So listeners definitely go check that out. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate it. And I love everything you do too. It just inspires me to keep going as well. So I'm super thankful to have you on the same mission and just loving Jesus right beside me. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kara, and coming on the podcast to do a Christmas episode with me. Absolutely loved it. And I hope our listeners did as well. Me too. Thank you so much. And Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as Kara and I did because we had a blast recording it. And again, thank you so much, Kara, for coming on the podcast and talking about Christmas with us. Um, If you haven't yet, go check out Kara um, and her website and her Instagram page, which I'll link below. And on top of that, A Message for Christian Girls also has an Instagram and Pinterest page. Our tag is at A Message for Christian Girls, and I'll link that below as well. And finally, we also have a website, www.amessageforchristiangirls.weebly.com. And on there, we have all these fun resources and even a blog, if you haven't uh, found that yet. Um, My friend Juliana and I like to release different blog posts on various topics on that blog. And if you, you are struggling with something, with ranging from faith to god to guys go check that out we have different categories for you and an insane amount of blog posts so feel free to go look at that and finally have a very merry christmas y'all and we'll see you all next time